Voices that inspire the extended interview. I'm Stacy Patterson. I'm the Vice President for Research at Florida State University. How long have you been in this position? I joined Florida State about a year ago, just in October of 2022. What made you, you, you grew up in Tennessee? Mm-mm. You didn't grow up in Tennessee. No, I'm originally from West Virginia. Okay. So when did you get to Tennessee? When you went to school? I went to undergrad at the University of Tennessee, yes. And then you started your career there. I did. So I let I've I was at Tennessee for my undergrad, left for a master's, went back for my PhD, left for a postdoc and a job, and then was recruited back in 2006 and then spent about 17 years there before making the leap to Florida State. And what made you decide to make that leap? So I wasn't looking for an opportunity. Um, it just kind of came and really found me. And what really did it is I, I took a visit here um, as part of the interview, and I met President McCullough. And President McCullough's vision for taking Florida State to the next level focused on excellence and really around research and, and impact of research to Floridians and beyond is something that I'm really passionate about. I'm a, I'm a builder. I like to build things. And uh, this just seemed like a really great opportunity for me. I'd spent 17 years at my alma mater and felt like this was an opportunity for me to show that I could do some things other places and a great opportunity to have real impact on a region that I felt like could really benefit from that. So when did you know that your own path of going into science and research, when did you realize that was what you really were passionate about? So I have a kind of a crazy story about my background is I'm a first-generation college graduate. My parents are divorced. I was actually raised by my grandmother. And my father had a high school friend who was a PhD microbiologist who spent her career at UNC Chapel Hill. I didn't know her. Um, Her name is Lola Stam. I didn't know her growing up, but when my dad talked about her, he talked about her differently than anyone else that I'd ever heard him talk about, especially women. And he talked about how smart she was and how she could do anything in the world that she wanted to. And so when I was eight years old, I actually told my grandmother, I'm going to be a PhD microbiologist. At that time, I had no idea what it was all about. It's a good thing I I really liked science and math and was pretty good at it. And so when I went to college, I picked microbiology as my major. There was a brief time I thought I might go into medicine, um, but, but really that PhD microbiologist was in the back of my mind. And so during my master's degree, I had the opportunity to really do a lot of field-based research and just really fell in love with the idea of of what research could mean and how it impacts the body of knowledge and impacts our world and really just decided that research was was where I wanted to spend my career. The facilitating of research, though, in this position that I have is really pretty different than that. And um, I became passionate about that. Really, I I was an inventor on several patents um, that are either licensed to companies or are part of a startup company of which I'm one of four founders called 490 Biotech. And the application of our work really inspired me to to want to help other people do that. And so I was fortunate enough in one of my uh, licensing deals to be at the table helping the negotiation. And I, I'll never forget that one of the licensing managers at the time at the institution where I was said, 
you know, Stacey, you're really a natural at this uh, negotiation. You should really think about doing this as a career. And uh, there was an opportunity. Uh, I, I was recruited back to the University of Tennessee and kind of worked my way up, and the, the rest is history. And I've just been so fortunate to have great mentors, lots of people who gave me a lot of, of rope and a lot of opportunity, and it's just been an exciting ride. So if anybody had asked me about my path to being a VPR, I would have never guessed that that, that, that was really going to be where I would end up. But, but it's really, I really get a lot of enjoyment, a lot of satisfaction, fulfillment out of seeing the success of our institutions and the impact that they can have on the citizens that we serve. That's a really good point. Because I feel like we're we're in a funny time in our history where people are some seem some people are questioning the value of science or they don't understand it, so it feels scary to them. How do we help the public have a better understanding of the value of the research that that we're doing and the, the importance of that research? So one of the things I try to talk with people about all the time is is that I had a my PhD advisor actually told us all the time if if you can't tell someone what you're doing it you might as well not do it. So I've really focused on having, you know, asking people the why of their work. And so I think we have an obligation as an institution and as researchers to to tell the public of why why what's what's the outcome of the long-term outcome. It doesn't, you know, even even basic work, uh, fundamental work, has a why at the end, um, or it, it's it's looking for some some application at some point. And so, I think we need to do a better job of telling our stories and telling our success stories. One of the things we do exceptionally well here at Florida State is really research that impacts human beings and and the human experience. And I want to highlight that. I want I want to show, I mean even in our medical school, we we work with underserved populations and people that are suffering in in different ways and and our work is really having impact on those populations to better understand how to better serve them, how to better give them access to care and to resources. And there's so many examples of that across Florida State. And I want to I want to do a better job of highlighting how we're really impacting people and why it matters. I think it's really critically important so that the funding stays there. I mean, a lot of funding comes from the government. So making sure citizens understand where their dollars are going to is really critical. So, you know, I think that communication piece is, is powerful and needed. Mm-hmm. So what would you hope for the students at FSU, the, the your sons, you know, this generation of young people coming coming into their sort of being, what do, what do you hope for them? What do you hope for the future? I mean, you're working at an institution that's all about education and, and you know, that leadership and providing pathways for students to find uh, and make a difference in the world as being really immersed in that and the work that you're doing. What do you think about that part of? So, you know, I I think this next generation, um, I think we call them Gen Zs, are just really amazing people and, and kind of underestimated, actually. And, you know, they've never had a world that didn't have an iPhone or an iPad or the instant information at their fingertips. And I think there's a lot of pressure that comes along with that because they have so much information. You know, they have to they have to be able to 
differentiate between, you know, what's what's fact and what's not. And in terms of social pressures, they've never they've never been able to to get away from that. You know, when we when we left school, if we had a bad day, we went we went home and we were we were able to to be away from that. Or they're never away from from those pressures. But I think this next generation, this generation that's here at FSU now, my children, I think they're exceptional people who who are really interested in experiences. They're really interested in, you know, what's new, what's next, how can we move things forward? And I just think that's really exciting. So when I think about that from a research perspective, I think their curiosity is really going to help take us to the next level because that's really that's really what research is. It's it's asking curious questions. And I'm just really excited to see what kind of questions that they ask based that would be different than the way the way that we might be thinking. And I think every generation has looks back and says, gosh, that generation's very different than ours. But I think this next generation is going to be a, a group of curious thinkers who are who are going to be eager to add to the to the world and make it a make it a better place. You know, as you're talking, it it, it makes me think about the world you're in and research, in many ways, it must feel sort of hopeful because you are asking those questions and students are asking those questions. And there's so many challenges in our world right now. But if you can be part of a group of people that are researching potential solutions or ways to improve lives, that's hopeful. Absolutely. And places like FSU, these are the last places on the world in the world where people can ask those kinds of questions and really dig in to find the answer, find the human experience, exp- you know, study it, understand it, understand history so that we don't repeat certain things, understand cultural differences and similarities and how we all work together and how we live together and really how to make the world a better place. I believe that's the basis of research, asking these questions and asking them together. So one of the things that I'd really like to see moving forward at FSU, but really around the world, is that, you know, the problem sets that are discipline-specific those a lot of those have been you know moved moved forward and we have a lot of those answers the problems we have today the questions we have today the the needs that we have today are really interdisciplinary and so we need to have a lot of people around the table that come from different backgrounds different different disciplines different perspectives to come up with the best solutions and so our office is going to work really hard to identify ways that we can bring FSU researchers, but really researchers from around the region and the world together to to answer and provide solutions to some of our grand challenges. I like that. I really do think collaboration is such a key part because, you, you know, different people bring different ideas and it spurs other ideas. So, you know, what what keeps you inspired in the work that you're doing? And, you know, makes you ready to face each day with whatever challenge comes your way. So, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people ask me, well, you know, what what is your job? You know, like what do you what, what is a vice president for research? And 
it's really, you know, lowering the barriers, helping other people to be successful so that they can ask those provocative questions, those curious questions, you know, add to the body of knowledge in this world. And what inspires me is seeing other people succeed. And so that goes from the the faculty member who gets the big award to the graduate student who is who's walking across the stage or defending their dissertation or their thesis to the undergrad who's just getting started and saying, "Okay, what what am I what am I going to do after after all this?" And so I think universities are just really inspiring places. They're, they're places that just make you think differently, allow you to surround yourself with people who aren't like you or didn't come from, you know, where you're from. And, and it really has enriched my life. And so this opportunity to come here to FSU, you know, I've spent the last year really kind of learning about all the things that are at FSU. And I'm still learning because every single day I turn the page and see something else that is wonderful about FSU that we need to be telling our story about. And so it's just really exciting, the opportunity to be able to think about how we can better tell our story, about how we can pull people together to solve problems that are, or ask questions that they haven't in the past. And I think that's what keeps me going. It's not an easy job. Um, no one no one comes to my office to when they're uh, happy. <laughs> So they usually, you know, they, there's a lot of uh, figuring out challenging problems, but that that's exciting too. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? I think the only thing I would add is that I think people have to see themselves in the leaders they aspire to be. And I can remember being in graduate school and looking around and saying, okay, is there someone here that, you know, is kind of the model of the leader that I want to be. And that was more than just the profession. I wanted to have a successful marriage. I wanted to be a good mom. I wanted to have a successful career. And honestly, there was in the department that I was in, there was one woman who I said, oh, Cynthia Peterson, she's the dean of science at LSU now. She was a person that I said, oh, she's kind of done it all. And so you can do it. And I think that's really important for people to see themselves in the leaders they aspire to be. I, I completely agree. I think that's so important. It gives you a it gives you a model to follow. Otherwise, it always feels like you're breaking new ground. So yeah, and and I think it's more than just the career. It's you know, it's the whole, you know, the whole person that you think, you know, and it's it's not exactly your path. But it's important that you can see that it's, that it's possible to do all those things at the same time. And as more women are coming into sciences, all the sciences, all the STEM fields, mm-hmm. it's exciting to see what that impact will be. Yeah. I mean, we've been running this program, SciGirls, with the lab, MagLab. And to see those young women then take root. And like just yesterday, I was at an event and a mother came up to me and said, my daughter went to Psy Girls, and now she's in the Navy, and she's pursuing. She wants to be a helicopter emergency rescue pilot, and she, she her confidence came from being in that program and being with other girls who had visions of something for themselves. So you never know where seeds get planted and how they take shape, and 
give young women those confidences to, to know they can do those things. Speaking with side girls this past spring was one of the highlights of my first year, really seeing those uh, middle school-aged young women who think that science may be in their future and just letting them know that there are multiple career paths if, the, if they decide that I think is was a really fun thing for me to do. Um, I loved listening to their to their answers and really just talking with them. It was, it was a really great experience, and I appreciated the opportunity. Oh, we are so glad you were willing to do that. I know how busy you are, but it just means a lot. And I just <laughs> – I always love the questions they ask because they – there's like – they hold, you know, no bars. Whatever they want, they ask. It's, That's right. It's pretty funny. And sometimes they're very personal, but I think they come from – a real curiosity, you know, for how are you making this work? And can I do this? Yes. Can I tell my parents I can do this who are nervous that maybe this isn't the right path for me? And I, you know, I mentioned that I had a, a role model in, in Dr. Stam, but I didn't know her. And um, I had built her up in my mind. And I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but but I, did, I didn't meet her until graduate school. And uh, now we meet up about once a year and she knows that she was my faraway inspiration. I'm so glad that you got to meet her and you have a relationship yeah. with her now. Yeah. That I was going to ask you that, and I just, I just love that. And I, I can't imagine how that must, what that must mean to her as well. That you know, she unknowingly <laughs> inspired someone else to follow her path. Well, and I think that's a really important part. Is I, you know, I try to remember that. People are watching and listening all the time, especially young people. And so, you know, being an example of of the leaders, you know, being a service focused leader, I think is is really key because I think that's that's what will really change the world. I agree. Well, thank you so much for taking time out to come and talk with me. Thank you. And we just end it the same way. Just say your name and what you do. I'm Stacy Patterson. I'm vice president for research at Florida State University.